I was diagnosed with a glucose phosphate disorder that, according to science, interrupts the body's ability to take glucose from consumed foods and deliver it to the bloodstream into the muscle. Now, it's different from diabetes, whereas with diabetes, your body either does not produce insulin or not enough to distribute the levels of sugar in your blood. In essence, with the G6 disorder, I should not be able to play any kind of sports or participate in major physical activity. It's quite common, actually. But on a cellular level, my body would not be able to recover from muscular atrophy, meaning if I ran, I would only be able to run so far. If I worked out, I could only go so far. If I worked out too hard, and if I did, it would take weeks to recover, but never enough to do it again. If I strength trained, I wouldn't get stronger because my muscles would never develop. My cardiac and skeletal muscle wouldn't stand a chance. No pro sports, no military, no hard labor, just a simple, simple life of leisure for the rest of my life. And for a long time, I believed it. I was 6'1", 125 pounds, pretty much my entire high school career. Couldn't really do anything. I was always tired. Wasn't the strongest or fastest. And when I worked out, boy, it always hurt. You know, I could go all day. But you're probably wondering why this matters. Well, first things first. Bienvenidos a la vida victorosa. Welcome to the ninth wonder of the world. This is your host, Darius Riddick. And you know, opening with that story, uh, it's the first time I've gotten up here and talked about it or ever for that matter and it may sound cliche because a lot of people have that from the trenches type story of overcoming adversity through their early life but what's wild is there's more people with a poverty story that stick themselves in a box and stay there just because that's what they're told versus those who can talk about overcoming that same poverty lifestyle millions and millions and it's probably approaching hundreds of millions at this point, sit back with the notion that life's supposed to be how it is, or it is what it is, as some say, just because that's how it is. And I'm here to let you all know, there is no better time in history than right now to make a change and win. But there has to be an act of interdiction. Interdiction, by definition, the act of of prohibiting or interrupting something. Verb. Now, we as a people throughout history have recognized many acts of interdiction. Just in the last century alone, there's been quite a few big ones. The Great Depression was an interdiction of financial freedom. Prohibition was an interdiction of the consumption of alcoholic beverages. The World Wars were an interdiction of global peace. The 80s was an interdiction of comparative classes. The attack on the World Trade Centers in America was an interdiction of patriotism. The 08 collapse was an interdiction of financial prosperity. And COVID. Hmm. COVID was an interdiction of global instability. Now, although there are a lot of unanswered questions about those events, I am definitely not here to answer them. Because... I don't have those answers, only my perspective. Now, while you may not have the power in those overarching events of interdiction, you have the ability to interdict your mindset. Now, mental interdiction is an art and a skill that takes practice, but the sooner you can recognize when you can make the small changes, they can compound and you can get better. When we get better and we're able to take 
bigger challenges and the raw talent, whatever that may be, we can do more, provide more and pave more. But there's three eyes, a triangle, if you will, or I guess it could be a pyramid, depending on how you look at it, how three dimensional you are. But anyways, there's three of them. The first eye of interdiction and being able to intersect and dissect your thoughts and provide more is intimidation. Now, recognize when intimidation is present. It comes in various forms. It won't always be the huge person with the muscles looking at you angrily. It could be a stranger, a boss, a co-worker, a friend, family, and in many times, ourselves. There's no one who will intimidate you in or out of an event more than you. But don't allow anyone else that power. When you walk in the room, be you. When you speak, be you. When you dress, be you. When you love, be you. When you perform, be you. And most importantly, when you live, be you. Because what comes first? You. Now, as much as we want to pretend anything else comes first, it doesn't work that way. Everything great stems from a specific point. And if you feel you have a God-given ability to help people, to nurture people, to motivate people, to love people, to build people, to entertain people, or whatever it may be, then you have to be at the top of your game in order to be able to give that back at the very best of your ability. That's what winning is about. If you're not there yet or just ready, then in some form, interdiction has yet to be recognized. All right. I like that. I like that. The second eye of interdiction is inundation. You know, I, I'll be real with y'all. I, I thought it was going to be hard for me to say that word, but <laughs> I didn't. I practiced it maybe twice, but, you know, I, I got it. I got it. And if it sounds weird, hey, man, whatever. You know, you, 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 get, the, you get the point. Inundation. Don't allow anyone to stop you from something that you have convinced yourself you can do. Now, that's so powerful that I I want to I want to I want to say it again. Um, let's hope I can say it the same way. Uh, don't allow anyone to stop you from something that you have convinced yourself you can do. Now, this is about breaking out of that box that we spoke of. Now, back to my previous story and why it's relevant. If you've ever met me, you know everything I do. Every single thing I do is about human performance. Being able to defy odds and achieve all the wild, thing, all the wild things that keep you up at night. The thoughts that convince you to get up when you feel like sleeping and wasting the day away. The thoughts that convince you to spend the money you just made on a risky investment for your future. Those same thoughts that help you wipe away the tears when you're sad, when you're crying. The thoughts that convince you to go for one more rep the thoughts that even you know when, when you come in second you keep working hard to take that top spot you know the same thoughts those same pressing convincing moments that convinced the Wright brothers to take flight you know that that's over a hundred years ago now so the same kind of mindset don't allow anyone to inundate your drive to win. You think big, great, go big, and don't slow down. The third eye in our little uh, pyramid <laughs> thing we got going on here, integration. And this one is the most important. And it's so very important that within our next 12 episodes that I'm going to record, 
I'm going to spend the time to actually really talk about this. So integration, and, and, and I know in the world we live in, it's a very, a very um, juvenile and very new concept. And juvenile in the sense of people not really understanding its brevity and, and how, how much of an impact it can make. And new in the sense of, I mean, the thought of integration is less than a century old, less than 100 years. There are people alive right now on Earth that went to different restaurants and different places where, you know, you couldn't be a certain color to go in or you couldn't be a certain nationality to go in somewhere. And I'm I've been all over the world and I'm here to tell you right now, there are still places that exist like that, maybe not in physical practice, but uh, in spiritual and spatial practice. It definitely is there. So integration. Recognize that the perception of your environment is what will drive you the furthest. Integration of numerous cultures, creatives, and mindset is what gives you the greatest perspective. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm beyond grateful that in the nine years that I was in the military, you know, I had four duty stations, Japan, Korea, England, and North Dakota, all with a unique culture and personality, really. I mean, I, I got paid to do what most people pay to do. Uh, and, and not even uh, in, in the ages that I did, in 19, 20, 21, bebopping around the streets of japan you know people do that in their 40s and 50s and uh, when they're older and most people won't even ever get to do it you know some of my peers in that same time stayed local for almost a decade in the same hometown same spot same place that we all grew up and though many of them may not have been fortunate enough to uh to take that journey you know it's all about making that decision I decided to integrate myself into a culture that I did not understand, that many people are terrified of, uh, to try to expand upon what I could become. And not everyone's willing to make that make that decision. Now, that traveling gave me a broad spectrum that allowed me to sit here and express this to you all. Express why it's pertinent that you keep your mind open. Because nothing, nothing is one way. In life, there is no such thing as absolutes. Everything is based on your perspective and can be altered despite what is right in front of you. And the only thing that keeps something in absolute is your perspective. So if you judge based on race, gender, age, nationality, followers, or even bracket, you just did yourself a disservice. What could be a key to you opening your potential by 10, 20, or a thousand fold just got closed. I hear people all the time, all the time say, well, you know, that's just how I was raised or where I'm from. We do it like this because that's how it's done into uh, how you say, keep it 100 pennies on a Canadian dollar. Stay away from anyone who talks like that. And why? Because it's indicative of a closed mind and a wise man once said, You become the product of the people you associate with, not the environment. You put yourself in a box by putting someone else in a box. The more you do it, the smaller your box gets. Now look, you all can call me whatever you want. But I know for a fact, for all of us, victory is on the horizon. If you make that choice of interdiction. It's an everyday uphill battle to accomplish more and give back more. You know, you you are directly talking to one of those people who has had a from the trenches, quote unquote, story. It's It's been amazing. Y'all. I, I, it's been you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to believe the shit that I've seen and been able to conquer and been able to make it through to this point. It's been amazing. 
what I've been able to accomplish. And uh, it's only the beginning because I don't lose. <laughs> I, I, I don't lose. That, that doesn't happen. There's no such thing as a loss for me. There's no such thing as losing. Everything in some way is a blessing. And to be able to use that, to be able to give back to you all, is something that I can live with pure gratitude for. And, and you know, because of that, maybe, maybe I am crazy. Maybe all of us right here, right now, listening to this are crazy. Let them call us crazy. Sure, I'll take that. It's a compliment. Rather that than regret. Don't let anybody try to tell you you can't do anything. If I had listened to that doctor, what, 11 years ago, I wouldn't be who I am today. Hey, remember, be you. Do you think big, go big? You know I live in the mix. Money, cars, and clothes, and hoes.